Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to the Smart TV Podcast. I'm David Butcher and this is a bonus episode of the main Radio Times podcast. I'm going to rattle through a bunch of programmes to look out for this week. I'll cover ten shows altogether, nine that I think you should watch, one that I think you should avoid. So let's crack on. So, firstly, Gentleman Jack, which is the big new terrestrial Sunday night costume drama. This is series two of the drama written by Sally Wainwright about Anne Lister, who was the great trailblazing lesbian landover in Yorkshire in the 1830s. An extraordinary figure. She was an amazing businesswoman, landowner, traveller, diarist. She sort of charges around Halifax and York and the countryside being incredibly brisk and purposeful and the camera's kind of rushing to try and keep up with her. She's almost at times, she kind of tips into a bit of self-parody. She's like this kind of 19th century gay superhero figure who who crashes in and defeats uh, sexism and prejudice and homophobia and so on and then charges out again, leaving everybody confused in her wake. Uh, but she's brilliant. And Saran Jones is great. She absolutely zings off the screen. And it's good to have that show back. Now, a very different costume drama. And this might be my favourite thing this week. It's called Why Didn't They Ask Evans? It's an Agatha Christie adaptation. It's on Thursday. That's Thursday, the 14th of April on BritBox. And we kind of got used to a certain kind of Agatha Christie adaptation on the BBC, usually scripted by Sarah Phelps, who did Ordeal by Innocence, a witness for the prosecution and so on. And it's very kind of doomy and miserable. And my shorthand for it is cocktails and cruelty. 
This is very different. This is not that. It's been written and directed by Hugh Laurie, the great Hugh Laurie, and he brings a real lightness of touch to it and maybe uh, just a hint of P.G. Woodhouse about it. The weird title, Why Didn't They Ask Evans? Those are the words that are said by the murder victim who lies dying at the bottom of some cliffs. We presume he's been pushed off the cliffs. And our hero, Bobby, who's played by uh, an actor called Will Poulter, who's tremendous in this, finds him, hears those words, doesn't know what they mean, but he's intrigued. And his childhood friend, Frankie, Lady Frances Derwent, who's this kind of wisecracking socialite, played by Lucy Boynton brilliantly, um, between them, they decide to investigate the murder. It's beautifully done. There's loads of humour in it. In particular, Lucy Boynton is wonderful. She pretty much steals the show. That is, uh, why don't they ask Evans, on BritBox, it's a three-parter. You'll want to just hoover it up. Interestingly, uh, Lucy Boynton, of course, also more or less stole the show on The Ipocris File, which finishes this Sunday night on ITV. She's a very different character in that. She's very cool and icy, playing a, a mysterious spy. But that show, it, oh, maybe it dipped in the middle a bit. I think it was great. It was very stylish. All the kind of uh, tilted camera angles, the 1960s sets and costumes are fabulous. And I'm glad to say that the finale, Sunday night, 9pm, ITV, is, is very satisfying. And Tom Hollander is superb in that. Okay, so change of gear. Taskmaster is back. This is the Channel 4 panel game where comedians have to just do crazy things for Greg Davis with Alex Horn as his right-hand man. Uh, it's Series 13 starts Thursday, 9 o'clock on Channel 4. They've got another great panel of comedians. They've got, I'll rattle through the names, Ardlo Hanlon, Bridget Christie, Judy Love, Chris Ramsey, Sophie Duca. It's such an easy watch, this show. That's that's what the beauty of it. Sometimes you want something completely undemanding that you know will just be daft and entertaining and when that's what you need, this is the perfect show. It's just joyously silly and creative and fun. Now, there's a couple of great music programmes I'm going to flag up this week. The first is called The Sparks Brothers. This was out in the cinemas a while ago. It's now on Netflix, directed by Edgar Wright. And it's about Sparks, the cult glam rock band who most of us probably remember for This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us, which was their biggest hit. But actually, they had an extraordinary 50-year career. They're still going. And it's a wonderful story about weird creativity and two guys, two brothers, Ron and Russell Mail, who are very much just, they're doing art for art's sake. They don't care what the world thinks. They'll carry on doing what they do. They'll come in and out of fashion. It's quite a long film. It's like two and a half hours or something, but it's got some brilliant contributors, including Ron and Russell themselves. And it's got some great stories in it, like the fact that Russell Mayle, this this weird singer, was quarterback for his high school football team, which is like hearing that David Bowie was a great scrum half or something. It's just not what you expect. But it's a very interesting story and kind of inspiring as well. There's another great rush of music nostalgia on Saturday on BBC Two. It's at 10.15. It's the return of Rock Family Trees. They're a kind of occasional music history strand. Uh, it's Rock Family Trees, The Birth of Cool Britannia. So it's kind of the story of Britpop, but not so much about Blur and Oasis, but more about Suede and Elastica with a bit of Blur and Pulp thrown in. Justine Frischman's in it, so is Brett Anderson. 
it will completely kind of transport you back to the world of the 1990s and give you the shivers if you remember that era. It's fabulous. Interestingly, weirdly, coincidentally, another show that will do the same thing for people who remember the 90s fondly. There's a two-part that starts on Wednesday on BBC Two at nine o'clock called Gaza. And so if Britpop bands were the music heroes of the 90s, Gaza was the was the king of football, the possibly the court gesture of football. It's a two-part documentary that isn't just his life story, but also about his part in sort of celebrity culture at the time, which was just taking off and how he was treated by the tabloids and how that played a part in his kind of long, sad fall from grace. So that's Gaza, Wednesday, BBC Two at nine o'clock. Very different sporting icon, Muhammad Ali. BBC Two is running the Ken Burns series about him at 10 o'clock in double bills on Sunday nights, but it's all on iPlayer and it's a wonderfully detailed profile. There's amazing old clips. There's great insights from all the interviewees and biographers and so on and wonderful details of Ali's life story, like the fact that he was terrified of flying. He was he was this incredibly brave, confident guy who sort of took on the world, but he was, he was scared of flying. He used to say, I'm not afraid of the fight, I'm afraid of the flight. At 18, he had to go to the uh, Olympic trials for the Rome Olympics in 1960, and he didn't want to fly across the country, but he had to, so he bought an army surplus parachute and he wore it on the plane all the way sat on the plane, terrified. Whenever he could, he would go by train. Anyway, he then went to the Rome Olympics, of course, won gold. At that stage, he was known as Cassius Clay still. That's all in the early part of the story, but it follows his life all the way through. That's Muhammad Ali, Sunday nights on BBC Two, or as I say, all on iPlayer. Okay, now, uh, earlier on, I was talking about Saran Jones, another former Coronation Street star who's done extraordinary things since and has also been in Sally Wainwright dramas. But in this case, it's an HBO drama called Julia, and it's Sarah Lancashire. And Julia is the story of Julia Child, who kind of invented TV cookery shows in America in the 1960s. And this is a Sky Atlantic show that they brought in from HBO, which also stars David Hyde Pierce as Julia Child's husband. And it's a very heartwarming story of how this middle-aged woman... Uh, who's a brilliant cook and has published a cookbook that's going down well about bringing sort of French cuisine to to middle America. And she decides to go into TV and kind of shakes up the very stuffy world of 1960s television. It's great fun. Sarah Lancashire is brilliant playing Julia Child and her voice may remind you a little bit of Anne Widdicombe. She does that kind of thing that Anne Widdicombe does and that apparently Julia Child used to do. Anyway, there's three episodes of that on Sky Atlantic on Tuesday and then it'll carry on. Uh, you can get it obviously on the, the Sky streaming platform now as well. So next I'm going to talk about a show called Hacks on Amazon Prime. One of the things I love about this show is that it's comes in half-hour chunks. Most of the things you talk about inevitably, they're hour-long shows or maybe they're like feature-length documentaries, but sometimes you want something short and sweet and Hacks is very much that. So it's a comedy, American comedy, about comedy. It's about this ageing stand-up comedy legend who's doing a residency in Las Vegas. She's called Deborah Vance, played by the wonderful Jean Smart. If you might remember, she played the the mother in Mayor of Easttown. She was Kate Winslet's mother in that 
Here, she's playing this brilliant stand-up comedian whose career has maybe just peaked and is just beginning to be on the slide. And so she is put together with a young 20-something comedy writer called Ava, played by Hannah Einbinder. And the young comedian has been kind of cancelled for a Twitter joke that she made about a gay senator. So both of them kind of need each other, but are incredibly suspicious of each other. And that's a really good way into this comedy about generational divides and the fact that the 20-something sees the boomer with kind of complete contempt and vice versa. And and Deborah Vance, the, the, the ageing diva, she lives in this extraordinary, lavish, opulent Las Vegas kind of mansion. And uh, the young 20-something writer is, is kind of down on her luck. It's very funny. It's got lots of gags in it because it's about gag writing. And as I say, it's half an hour. It's easy to breeze through and great fun. So now my one to miss this week. And this is a shame because I had high hopes for this. It's called The Bubble. It's on Netflix. Uh, It was in the cinemas briefly. It's written and directed by Judd Apatow, the great Judd Apatow. It's got his wife, Leslie Mann, in it. It's got their daughter in it. It's got so many great people in it. It's got David Duchovny. It's got Keegan-Michael Key, Guz Khan, Peter Serafinovich, uh, Karen Gillan, originally from Doctor Who and various other things. And it's a sort of COVID comedy about a disaster movie or a sort of Jurassic Park-style sequel being filmed uh, in Britain and everybody has to go into a COVID bubble in in this luxury hotel. Starts off very funny. Lots of great gags, lots of sort of stuff that feels semi-improvised. But after about an hour, it starts to go off the rails and meanders around. It doesn't really go anywhere and it it all goes sour. And you realise you're only halfway through at that point. It's far too long. It's very indulgent and it feels, it starts to feel very pleased with itself. And it's kind of doing things that were done better in films like, well, like Tropic Thunder, for instance, which is very good at making fun of those kind of naff, generic franchises. So I would say still well clear of the bubble on Netflix. So that's all for this week. If you want to find out any more about any of those programmes, get a copy of Radio Times or you can go to radiotimes.com. Do send us a message on social media. But for now, thanks very much for listening. My name's David Butcher. I hope you can join me again soon. Till then, goodbye for now and happy viewing. Happy viewing. 